Hello and welcome to Grace in the Marketplace. My name is Tafara Butai. Did you know that God is inside Kairos moments, divine connections, favor, unmerited strength for his children, for the marketplace? I like to call all of this God's grace in the marketplace. And so on this podcast, that's what we're going to be talking about and many other subjects. Let's check out today's podcast. jump into uh, what we have tonight and uh, all the way from the Cape Town the mother city all the way from the mother Beautiful city Cape we Town. have our uncle yeah. <laughs> our uncle is in the building we all love to call him, love him. Uh, Uncle Abe and man I'm excited mm. about uh, what Uncle Abe has to share with us but first of all welcome to the okay. land of the living mm. the land that flows with milk <laughs> and honey uh, welcome to Johannesburg, sir. Well, so do you speak as a man who comes from Cape Town, did you say, <laughs> the land flowing with milk and honey? <laughs> oh, man, thanks I for like coming through, and uh, thanks for saying yes to our invitation. And, uh, man, uh, we just so look forward to what you have to share with us tonight. I brought my Bible, awesome. and uh, on my iPad, I have okay. both my Bible and my dictionary open, because I know I'm going to learn a new word. <laughs> then I try my Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be oh, a new word. So, 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 Pastor Abe, what do you yeah. have uh, for us tonight? Firstly, thank you so much for the invite, Pastor T and Pastor Chipper. It really is awesome to be with you. I've enjoyed the measure of our advanced friendship and look forward to further friendship down the road. Praise God. Uh, it's never my intention to contradict what you said up front. Right. But there's something I need to say. <laughs> you made reference to Chip and yourself being the most beautiful couple. I tend <laughs> to disagree. I have a wife, not just oh, yeah. physically, but in the spirit, and she is beautiful. Amen. God, and she's that. beautifying Amen. me daily Absolutely. as well. Amen. <laughs> we Amen. love Vanessa. Yeah. That's awesome. Amen. Right, Josh, so... There's primarily three things that God's really been emphasizing on my heart over the recent past. The one is the value of his word. Come on. The second is that we are situated to being one in him. Amen. And the third is something that God's developing through my heart, and it's something that I intend to write about. And when I do write about it, it's going to be a book called One. Come on. So there's one in him, the one way to the Father. Amen. The one weapon that the enemy has against us, the one thing that the enemy is after, etc., etc. And so I don't know that we get to all three of those tonight, right. uh, but maybe to begin on the value of the Word of God. And when we look at the book of Genesis, it's actually growing to become one of my favorite books. Because in the book of Genesis, all theology and doctrine is founded. Hmm. So when you go from Exodus right the way through to Revelation, mm-hmm. you find all those books are embedded in the book of Genesis. And so a study of the 50 chapters of Genesis is in essence a study of all of Scripture. Mm. Uh, We know that in the book of Genesis and in all interpretation of God's Word, we have a a thing called the law of first reference. Mm. So any doctrine that we want to develop goes back to when was it first referred to. Mm. It's our cornerstone, and from that we develop all other doctrine and all theology. And so when you look at Genesis 1, verses 1, 2, and 3, you see some profound first mentions or references that God has in Scripture. So Genesis 1, verse 1 starts with, in the beginning, God. So all things in life start with God. Come on. Amen. And so it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And we do know that when God creates, He creates something that represents His person, represents his kingdom. Mm. And so verse 1 is a wonderful depiction of the person of God, mm. the heart of God, the attention or the agenda of God, mm. that he creates things and he creates things that are good. Mm. But in verse 2, we see something that's a stark contrast mm. to verse 1. Mm. Yeah. And that interests me because it starts out that God creates. And as you said, when God creates, he creates something that's good. So he creates the heavens and the earth, and then it says the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. And it says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. That to me is very interesting. Most theologians will say that between verse 1 and verse 2, either something catastrophic happened, or maybe it's when Lucifer 
and his angels, now known as the fallen angels, Lucifer now known as Satan, perhaps it's when he was thrown out of heaven, so to speak, yeah. and he hit the planet Earth and darkness prevailed across the Earth. Verse 2 kind of describes the person of Satan. Yeah. And so in all likelihood, that's probably what occurred. Yeah. And maybe it's the answer to those who talk about fossil life, that the earth might be millions of years old. Mm -hmm. That could be the case when they're finding fossilized life of dinosaurs, yeah. fish that don't exist, those that didn't enter the ark, they tend to find in that time and space. Mm -hmm. But what really interests me is that it says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over this context. Yeah. Now we know that the Spirit of God is omnipotent, yep. but yeah, he appears to be impotent. Yeah. So let's say that this might have been millions of years in extent. Mm. Yeah, we have the Spirit of God hovering, yeah. and there's no change. Yeah. There's no change. Yeah. It's still yeah. without it's form, void, and darkness. The, the same status. Nothing yeah. changes. Yeah. yeah. And so that is in place for, as we now describe, perhaps millions of years. Mm. But then in, in verse 3 it says, and then God said. Come on. And immediately when God spoke, the Spirit of God had matter, if you like. Mm -hmm. Now, the word represents a person. We may develop that in a while to point to the person, the person of Jesus. Yeah. And John 1, it says, nothing was created but by him. So the word that God spoke actually was the word that also represents a person. Mm -hmm. And the person is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So when God spoke, all creation came through the person of Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. The Holy Spirit had, can I say, matter to bring about conception, mm. which is the Word, which is the person of Jesus Christ. That's right. Amen. The Word is also called a seed. Yeah. If you plant a seed in the ground, mm. it never grows, but that it's watered. Mm. And water is a picture of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And so until the seed is planted, which is the Word of God, mm. the Holy Spirit represented as water cannot bring conception mm. to the seed to produce after its kind and to multiply its kind. Come on. So there's a wonderful precedent there that firstly it's God. Yeah. If I might be, and perhaps some of our listeners might find themselves in this place, where darkness prevails. Yeah. Yeah. In a tough season, it almost appears yeah. as though life is void. Yeah. But to know that the Spirit of God is hovering. Hallelujah. Amen. He's ready. He, yeah, he's ready. He's, he's ready. waiting to be released. Yeah. And how is he released? I find word. the seed of God's Word in that context. Mm. And I apply it, I receive it by faith. Mm. And immediately at that point in time, the Holy Spirit brings about a conception that progressively brings about a change through my soul, man. Because when I'm born again, I'm already the full person in my spirit. Yeah. Mm. But through my soul, how do I transform the soul? Through the Word. I take the Word of God, Amen. I apply faith to it, which means I receive it. Mm. At that point in time, the Holy Spirit comes. Having hovered before, He comes yeah. down and He brings conception. Amen to that seed, that word, and things begin to change in my oh, life. That's good. Mm, that's, so that's good. That's so and, 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 you know, before you continue, I just like this, you know, verse 3, that it's interesting that, you know, verse 3 says, and God say. It didn't say, I mean, God could have thought it, mm -hmm. you know, but God decided mm -hmm. in His omniscience, uh, God is all-knowing, you know, in His wisdom, uh, He decided and He, he, he wanted uh, for this to become uh, the way things work from henceforth. The spirit was hovering over the waters, hovering over the chaos. Nothing changed until God spoke and released uh, his words. And those words uh, uh, got the Holy Spirit to now do something about mm. the situation and bring about that conception that mm. you're talking about. And, and I don't know if you're going to go there, but it's something similar we see even in the life of Mary as she conceives mm -hmm. uh, the seed, uh, uh, which is Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. It's awesome. Amen. Yeah, and when you look at Mark 11, verse 23 and 24, you know, mm -hmm. it talks on three occasions. It's now talking about faith, mm -hmm. we believe, we receive. Mm -hmm. And on three occasions, it talks about and say mm -hmm. or speak. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that the Bible says to be born again as we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth. Yep. Mm -hmm. So the spoken word creates a change in all situations in our lives. That's good. Amen. Absolutely. That's good. So then moving on from that, we see God's intention. So God changes the status quo of the earth. Mm -hmm. God sets a precedent of how we can change the status quo of our lives, mm -hmm. which is by the word. 
from which the Holy Spirit brings conception that realizes that change. Mm. But what was God's intention? What was God's mm. plan? Where did God take things from there? Mm. So see that God creates the heavens and the earth, but in verse 26 and 27 of Genesis 1, God gives us his heart's desire, Amen. his primary intention, the thing that he desired above all things. So when we look at Genesis 1 and verse 26, it says, Then God said, again, that thing about saying. Okay. Mm. So then God said, Let us make man, with interest, he says, in our image. Mm. It doesn't say as our image. Yep. He says, in our image. It's so when you study that out, the picture to best describe that is a pregnant lady. Mm. Her child is made in her image. Right. There's an incubation that takes place. Mm -hmm. There's a conception as a biological lesson right. of the seed <laughs> or the sperm of the husband mm -hmm. that comes into the womb. Mm -hmm. And there is a DNA that begins to develop yep. that reproduces after its kind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there's an incubation period mm -hmm. as the child is made in the womb That's right. of the mother. Yep. And so what the scripture is actually talking about is that God made us in his image. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, it would be awesome if God made us a side of his image mm -hmm. or replicated his person from his image. Right. But he actually made us in his person, mm. in his very image. Right. Amen. And so it says here, then God said, let us, which means the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ himself and God the Father, said, let us make man in our image mm -hmm. according to our likeness. Yep. I believe that's primarily talking about God as three parts, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yep. We are three parts, spirit, soul, and body. Yep. So in his image translates to his likeness that we've got three persons as is he that makes up one. Yep. Amen. So it says, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dimension. Hmm. So when we realize we're made in his image and his likeness, the first thing that results is we have dominion or authority over all yeah, things. Come on. It. So it says, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over all the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing. I like that. Yep. Because yep. Satan is a creeping thing. Amen. Come on. So yep. we've got authority even over <laughs> Satan himself. Amen. That That's creep right. we have authority over. Come, Come on. on. It says it creeps on the earth. <laughs> yes, sir. But by way of a picture, we've got some bottles here. We went out for lunch today and yeah. uh, asked the waitress, <laughs> could you kindly give me six empty mineral water bottles? Yeah. So I mean, gave me these six. So when God created man, mm -hmm. we had Father... We had Son, and we had Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Now, Jesus Christ represents the Word. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit represents that that brings conception to the Word, mm -hmm. that realizes a product or result of the Word yep. from which conception came by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. okay. So when God said, let us make man in our image, He was speaking through the person who represents the Word, mm -hmm who is Jesus Christ. So because Jesus Christ represents the Word, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit has matter, for Jesus is also the seed of the Word in Mark chapter 4. Mm -hmm. He is the seed of the Word. So when God spoke, He spoke through Jesus, okay. who is the agent or is the person of the Word. Yep. And then the Holy Spirit, because there is a Word, He overshadows, as we saw earlier, Come on. and it means conception to that Word. Yeah. So literally in the womb, the Bible talks about the womb or the matrix. Yeah. I love the story of John. Mm -hmm. Now John would lay on the womb or the matrix or the bosom. It comes back to this. Yeah. All scripture, when you want to reinstate fallen things to the original state, as John lay on the bosom or the matrix, comes back to this. Yeah. So in the bosom or the matrix or the womb, that is that that's between Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, Mankind in the image of God was created. Yep. Amen. So in a sense, to paint the picture, because we were made in Him, yep. mm -hmm. is there was a conception that took place between Jesus Christ, who is the Word, mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit. I was, you were, in our spirit person, conceived between the Word, Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit, who brought conception to the Word. Right. Yeah. So in that status, coming back to a lady who's pregnant, yeah. mm -hmm. 
There's a conception that takes place. Mm. Our seed, the word is called the sperm or the spora or the semen. Yep. So both in the natural picture, so in the supernatural picture by the spirit. So the seed of the word brings conception in the womb or the matrix or the bosom of the person of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So that split second in time, I and you in a spirit person, we were immediately created. Yeah. We may get to Mary when Jesus was placed in the womb. She said, let it be to me as you have said. Then at a point in time, conception takes place. Yeah. Jesus yeah, is yeah. birthed in the womb of the person of Mary. Yeah. It's the same picture here. Yeah. Okay. So whenever we go back to that that God wants to reinstate, He'll bring us back to that that was first referred to. Yeah. Okay. And its principle with spiritual truth will always apply. Okay. That's right. That's very good. So in my life, any situation, that applies. Mm. So now in that womb, there's a conception that takes place. Mm-hmm. And there's a growth. Mm-hmm. And I am now placed in the bosom, the womb of the person between Jesus Christ, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, to whom by total accumulation, I'm united to Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise. Mm-hmm. I have conception by the Holy Spirit, by the spoken Word of God through the person who was the Word, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And I become one of the triune God because I'm in Christ. And so Christ is a combination of two persons. Mm-hmm which is me as his bride, him as the groom, I'm now conceived in the womb, in the matrix of Jesus Christ. So these actually become one person. In a sense, mm-hmm. I make up the completion of the triune God by me, me being added to the person of Jesus Christ. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. A revelation of that tells you to understand who I am in, in Christ. Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that's so I'm one in him. Yep. So when God creates, I'm in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. he was in the Father. So the Father is the temple of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ is in the temple of the Father. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ is the temple of man. Mm -hmm. I'm in that temple, and man is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and man is in the Holy Spirit. Then the Holy Spirit being on the outside, sealing all that's before him, he comes and seals me with the Holy Spirit of promise. God created us that way. Mm -hmm. So from that position... Through our spirit man, we have all authority. That's right. Male or female, he made us as one. We have common authority at that point in time. That is awesome. So good. And uh, that means we are never without God. Mm. Amen. As as born-again believers, uh, we are never left as orphans. We are never left alone. Uh, We are always uh, with him wherever we go. And that promise where he says... I'll never leave you nor forsake you becomes a reality with this picture that I'm never without God. Mm. And therefore, I'm never deficient. Uh, I'm always uh, uh, supplied. I'm always empowered. I have the Holy Spirit in my corner. I am in Jesus. Uh, That's why scripture tells us I am seated right now in heavenly places, even though I'm sitting in four ways. Uh, according to this, I am seated right now in heavenly places, mm-hmm. far above all principalities. In Christ, mm-hmm. in yeah. Christ, I am seated in heavenly mm-hmm. places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that means, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a son. I'm never alone. And I, I, mm-hmm. I love yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I, I love um, what you've just said about um, Genesis one twenty seven, which says, you know, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, God created a male and female, yeah. you know, yeah. and that really then takes away the, you know, the arguments, you know, against females or against males, against, Amen. you know, the unity of male and female. When you really look at this perfect picture of oneness in the spirit, mm. you know, in the spirit, there's, there's no gender, yeah. right? In the spirit, we were equally created in the image of God yeah, and I think yeah. it's this this illustration is is so very powerful um, and I think you know it, it, it's really going to bless someone out there who's just always had that you know that tension you know around where the females you know mm. were left out of you know of yeah. creation and where females really do fit Come in on. in the unity of of really being in Christ amen, mm. amen. I feel that for years the church has been robbed of 50% mm. of her effectiveness Come on. in many quarters. Absolutely. Mm. My past history was one where a woman's not permitted to talk in church. Oh, yeah, right. that, yeah. She used to be separated from man. Mm. But it's a lack of understanding the context that Paul was writing into. Mm. 
Because if that was an absolute, then why was Priscilla and Aquila and Phoebe and Lydia, etc., very functional? When you go to the book of Colossians, it also talks about a lady the scripture, when it interpreted it, used a man's name, mm. yeah. but the original documents refer to a woman's name. Yeah. And there's enough evidence in that reference there that she was actually an apostle yeah. or functioned apostolically, apostolically, pardon me. Come on. So in the spirit, man, I mean, Paul even writes, he says, yeah. there's no longer slave nor free, Greek yeah. nor Jew, male nor female. Yeah. He, he was sure to yeah. mention Absolutely. that. Yeah. That, <laughs> that he knew was going to be contentious. Yeah, you know, he was sure to mention that. And uh, so they, they, God doesn't look at it. I always say this, when God looks from heaven, he doesn't see uh, male or female. Mm. There's no gender in mm. heaven. You know, yeah. what God sees when he looks from heaven is sons. Amen. Uh, because he wants to, uh, he has an inheritance uh, for all of his children. So he uh, adopts us. He has put, given us that Holy Spirit uh, uh, who has uh, put a spirit of adoption on the inside of us. Mm -hmm. uh, and Amen. it's a spirit of sonship on the inside mm -hmm. of us where we cry out to him, uh, Abba Father, Father, both male and female. Amen. There are no mm. uh, second class citizens Amen. Uh, because of gender yeah. or any of that stuff. And when Amen. you look at this illustration, it, it, it makes it plain so and clear mm -hmm. that, you know, everybody, male and female, uh, God looks at us Amen. all the same and Amen. is uh, Amen. pleased with us in Christ. In Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I keep saying yeah. that. <laughs> That's so awesome. So the, the, the heart of God and the extent to which God would reach out to mankind, I may describe by what happened after this point in time. Mm -hmm. So God created us in his image, male and female, mm -hmm. One in the image of Christ, God's image is represented in his expression as male and female. Mm -hmm. But what happened is that Adam and Eve sinned. Mm. Now that sin wasn't sins in plurality. Yeah. That sin wasn't the eating the apple. Mm -hmm. That sin was not believing in him. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That was the sin. Yep. We know John 16 talks about that there's only one sin that keeps man out of, out of relationship mm. with God. Mm. It's the sin of not believing in Him. Yep. That may result in many sins, plural, yep. mm. but the Amen. sins plural aren't the issue. Yep. It's the sin Amen. singular, not believing. Yep. So Adam and Eve didn't believe. They doubted God and allowed the serpent to deceive them. Yeah. Mm. So what happened was this. Literally what happened was this. Is that when man sinned, mm. In other words, no longer trusted what God had said. Mm. Man spun out. Yeah. Yep. And when man spun out, so too did the Holy Spirit. Mm. So you'll notice when Jesus Christ came back to the earth, he talked about I'm in the Father. He didn't reference the Holy Spirit. Mm. He said, I'm in the Father and the Father is in me. Mm -hmm. So there was, for 4,000 years, a detachment of man who was one, was now separated from God because man didn't believe for doubt and deception entered his heart. Yep. Yeah. So man was a side of God, and that's why in the Old Testament we'd hear that the Holy Spirit would yeah. visit and he would leave, and yeah. he would visit and he would leave. Yeah. Yeah. And so man, in a sense, was a side of God. There were sacrifices. Mm. As I said, the Holy Spirit would come and he would go. Mm. So in a sense, man was lost. He was detached from God. Mm. So man had to have sacrifices, etc., to deal with that that brought about separation from God. Yep. But he has the heart of God. What did God do to bring man back to the right, rightful status that God intended man to have, where we were in Christ, who was in God, and the Holy Spirit was in us, is that God, to the person of Jesus Christ, became this lost man. Yep. And what he did is he he's invested himself in man mm -hmm. to draw and bring back bring man back to the rightful status in God. Mm -hmm. And when we look at a portion in Scripture, to me this is powerful. You go to Luke chapter one, from verse twenty-six through to thirty-five. We see that there's another conception that takes place in the womb or in the person of Mary. Now, the name Mary means bitterness, one who is embittered, one whose heart is turned far away from. 
Bitter is the result of unforgiveness, of strife, of the overcomability of sin that's rendered her to a place of being bitter. That's what Mary means. Oh, wow. So what God did is astounding to me. And let's read what it says. It says, now in the 6th hour, in verse 26 of Luke chapter 1, I'll race through the first part of the scripture to get to that that I want us to perhaps give focus to. It says, now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. There's a lot we could say there. That depicted something. Galilee was a place that abounded with life and teemed with life and so on and so forth. And then it says, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. Right. Mm. Can I suggest something here? Mm-hmm. Again, if you'll bear with me, this is a biology lesson. And so <laughs> I trust it doesn't come across as being crude. No under 18 <laughs> watching <fine>. tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. But we know when a lady is a virgin, she has a hymen. Mm-hmm. Okay? That prevents matter to go through, that matter being the semen or the spora or the sperm to go through. Mm-hmm. So conception can't take place. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. what did God do? He went to the embittered one. In other words, the status that represented man. In, in a sense, he went to us as mankind, yeah. depicted by a person called Mary, mm-hmm. whose name means to be bitter, wow. mm-hmm. which is the ultimate result of being far from God. Yep. So what he does is he goes to a virgin where there's a harmon. I want to suggest that that harmon talks about a veil. Mm. The veil that prevents a conception of matter being the sperm or the semen of that that wants to deposit itself in the womb of another. Right. So that's what that represents. Mm -hmm. But this gets better. Mm -hmm. So it says, To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. We describe what that represents. And having come in, the angel said to rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you, blessed to be blessed. If we go back to Genesis 1, 26, 27, to be blessed means to be fruitful yeah. and to multiply That's right. from that fruitfulness. Mm-hmm. That's what it means to be blessed. God's full provision from which I am fruitful and that therefrom I multiply. Mm-hmm. So he says, blessed are you among women. Then he says, but when she saw him, she was troubled that he's saying, and I wish she was astounded. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed. <laughs> I am favored among women. She was astounded by that salutation, says the old King James. She was really troubled, it says. Then it says, and considered what matter of greeting this was. Then it says, then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Not based on her status, but based based, based how God would approach her to bring about a change in her status of being bitter. And so it says, then the angel said to her, do not be afraid. Mary, for you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb. And you see this goes back to Genesis 1, yep. mm-hmm. verse 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. As we go to verse 26, 27, and then into 28, the same thing is repeated here. Yeah. In other words, God is bringing about a reinstatement of his original plan yep. by visiting the same principle of first reference. Yep. Yeah. Isn't God awesome? There's yeah. always one way that God does things. Yeah. <laughs> so to bring us back to where he wanted us to be, yeah. he brought about the same principle that would result or reverse us back or reinstate us to the place of his first intention. Yep. So then he says this, For you have found favor with God, and behold, you will, not based on a bitter state, but on her reception of the word of God. Yeah. You will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus, which means the Lord saves. Mm-hmm. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest and the Lord God will give him the throne of his, of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? Mm. And the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow. It goes back to the same interpretation of Genesis 2. Mm-hmm. The Spirit of God will hover. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So there's a hovering over a dead situation, mm. as in Genesis 1 verse 2. And the bitter situation represented as Mary. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The Spirit of God is hovering and overshadowing, yeah. waiting for what? For the Word. 
for the word who is Jesus. the person of Jesus Christ. So what does God do to the person of Jesus? He then, when Mary says, and the angel answered and said to the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Mm. Now indeed Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. That talks a lot about Abraham. You'll see a lot of overlap there. Yep. Mm -hmm. And this is now the sixth month. We started off talking about the sixth month. There's a lot you can talk about there. It's the finished work of God is what yep. that represents. Yep. Now entering into the Sabbath, resting, receiving the word. Mm. It says, for, for her who was called barren, for, God, for with God nothing is impossible. Then here's the key. Then Mary said, the bitter one said. Mm. Yep. The one who could not do it in or by herself. Yeah. Yep. Recognizing herself and saying there's something greater that needs to be done that can change me. It says, then Mary said, behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be, not do. Be. Let it be to me according to your word. At that split second in time. The angel departed. The Holy Spirit brought about grace. conception yeah. and the angel departed. Come on. So what God did through the person of Jesus Christ who is the word, is he planted the word, the word behind the virginity, the harmon, yeah. or the veil. Yeah. In other words, it's an inside-out work. Oh, Come on. That's so good. He planted the seed in the womb, and in the womb there was conception. For if Joseph penetrated the veil, he would have planted an incorruptible seed yeah. Yeah. from which yeah. the person of Jesus Christ or the spirit man yeah. cannot work from the inside out. Yeah, it would have been corruptible. Yeah. Such a good word. So when man endeavors or while man's work... Yeah. He wants to break the veil to get to the spirit. He plants an incorruptible seed, which the law is also referred to and reproduces after its kind. Yeah. But when it's planted behind the veil from the inside out, it produces an incorruptible seed. So if you can see the literal biological picture, yeah. and if you can see the womb as representing the spirit, yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ, conception takes place. And as he grows, the Bible talks about an appointed time. As he grows, he now presses through the veil. Let me first say this. We know that Mary was between 12 and 14 years old. And I learned that. That really interested me. Yeah. And I asked the question, why? Yeah. Why was Mary between 12 and 14? Well, ladies, you'll bear me out. Yeah. We know <laughs> that between 12 and 14 yeah. is when a young lady has her first menstrual cycle. Mm. It's a picture of dead blood. Mm. It's a picture of the law. Right. In Isaiah 64, it talks about that our righteousness are as filthy rags. Yeah. Yeah. Please bear with me. I'm talking biology, and I yeah, hope yeah, it doesn't yeah, come across yeah, as yeah, crude. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that filthy rag is a woman's menstrual cloth. Yeah, that's, right. that's the original menstrual translation. Menstrual cloth. Yeah. So yeah. I believe that while Mary had to be between 12 and 14, she couldn't have a menstrual cycle because that would have been a contamination. Yeah that Jesus Christ was going to sanctify from the inside out when he broke her harmon, and that blood would now be sanctified by the blood or represented as the person of Jesus Christ as he came from in her and through her and outside of her. That's right. Amen. That's good. So what did God do through the person of Jesus Christ? He went to fetch man. Yeah, and bring him back. Bring him back. By, 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 by planting himself inside of man. That's right. So that he could work through man. Yeah. That he could bring man to the door of entry. Yeah. That man could be in the person of the Godhead. Yeah. So he brought us to that place, but the Holy Spirit still, in a sense, was hovering in respect of ourselves from the old covenant into the new. Mm -hmm. That's why Jesus said it's better that I go. Because mm. he came as Emmanuel, which is God with man, but he would return as God inside of man. Mm. So he said, it's better that I go. So when he went, only from that point could man be born again. That's right. Mm -hmm. So when man received the person of Jesus Christ, who is the Word, mm -hmm. and is the fullness of the Word, mm -hmm. when he received him by faith, in spite of his embittered status, yep. mm. and he opened up the womb of the Spirit yep. and said yes to Jesus Christ, mm. at that split second in time, we reverse back to the status of God's first intention mm. found in man, Genesis 1, verse 26 and 28. Come on. 
At that point in time, when I'm born again, mm. I'm just as this Jesus is. I go back to how He created me. Yep. I go back to Genesis 1, 26, 28, yep. where I am now in the Beloved. Come on. And the Holy Spirit now comes and He's in me, yeah. and He seals me with the Holy Spirit of promise. That's good. And I go back to the status of God's original intention, that in my spirit, man, and progressively, if time allows, we'll get there, there's two more bottles to yeah, refer to. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, yeah? <laughs> if Tom gets this, so to my soul <laughs> and so to my physical. <laughs> okay. So now I am, once I'm born again, uh-huh. as 1 John 4 verse 70 says, yeah. just as Jesus is, so am I. 2 Corinthians 5, I'm a new creation. The come old on. has passed on you. The new thing has come. I'm back to being one in Jesus who's yeah. in the Father, who the Holy Spirit is in me to make up one person the combination of four, that becoming one, and so the combination of three, I'm one with Christ, yeah. male and female, one Come in on. the person Amen. of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me read this scripture just mm-hmm. to reference what you're talking about in Colossians 2, mm-hmm. uh, verse 9 to 10. It actually you know, confirms what you're saying. It says, for in him, talking about Jesus Christ, in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And he goes on to say in verse 10, And you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Amen. So now in him uh, we are made complete. And Jesus, uh, 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 in him, in Christ, dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And Jesus is the head of all principality and Amen. power. And so, you know, uh, when we get born again, uh, we, we, we are now in him. I mean, there are several scriptures that the Apostle mm. Paul uh, mentions that phrase, in him, Amen. in the new covenant, in all the two-thirds of the uh, new covenant that he wrote. He talks about in him, and I mean, there are several places where he's talking about our new location mm. Mm. Uh, in yes. Christ as new born-again believers. Mm. And so this this fits right with uh, with with who we are in the new covenant. Mm. Praise God! Mm. We're gonna have to go to the other bottle. Yeah, yeah please, because <laughs> they're different we, colors we, now. Yeah, yeah, yes, I'm actually colors. quite keen to find out <laughs> how this all fits in. <laughs> but I like before you go to the other bottle. Uh-huh. I also like what you know when you talk about how. God bypassed and he is now working from the inside mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and how you know even the word of God uh, when when we allow the word of God without you know this is this is this is awesome it fits with what you're talking about when we allow the word of God to go directly into our hearts watch this now bypassing the conscious mind Mm-hmm. which can be a veil because the conscious mm-hmm. mind is uh, mm-hmm. is almost like a god that you know uh, wants to check things out walk on water the conscious mind is like man that defies logic and gravity that's the mm-hmm. conscious mind but if you allowed that word to go into your heart and work itself outwards even your conscious mind is going to start to think differently mm-hmm. you you're now thinking in line with uh, Miracles become uh, logic your to normal. you. They become yeah. your normal. Yeah. You you're yeah. looking at it like, man, I can I can do this, and so I like that that God can take the word and plant it directly mm. in the conception chamber. Mm. That's what I like to call the heart of man mm. is the conception chamber. And God, if it takes that incorruptible word, which is the word of God, in the Greek, the word is sperma as well. Mm-hmm. You know, he takes that word and put it directly in your heart or you receive it directly in your heart without uh, uh, holding it back by your conscious mind and your five senses. Mm-hmm. That word starts to work things from the inside out. Yeah, There's going to be transformation. So There's going to be miracles. There's going to so be powerful. blessing. There's going to mm. be... So, uh, so many things breaking forth. Amen. So this is this is great. The apostasy, when you look at Jesus, when he walked the earth, he, had, he only had an issue with one sector of persons. Yeah. He had no issue yeah. with a sinner. Yep. He had an issue with the ones who were in sin. They were the Pharisees mm. yeah. who didn't believe in him mm-hmm. and rejected him and believed in themselves. Mm. Yep. Religion or law-mindedness would strengthen sin. Yep. Yeah which results in sins plural multiplying, mm. was the persons that Jesus had an issue with. Mm. Come on. Amen. You look in Joshua chapter 4, it tells us why a whole generation died in the wilderness. Wow. Mm. 
It says, because they circumcise themselves mm. on the way. The wilderness is a picture of my soul realm mm -hmm. trying to earn sufficiently by circumcising myself mm. a way of entry into the promised land. The other side of the Jordan represents my spirit man. Yep. Okay. So they circumcise themselves on the way. Oh, wow. But when they cross the Jordan, the new generation, when they cross the Jordan, Joshua, Yeshua is a type of Jesus okay. Christ. Yep. Yep. When they cross the Jordan, Joshua forward slash Jesus Christ circumcised them, yeah. then they came back across the Jordan from the inside out. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, that's really good. That's wow. awesome. So religion circumcises wow. you on the way you die in the wilderness. Yep. Yeah. Religion causes you to die. You never take the promises of God. Yeah. Joshua, a type of Jesus, circumcised the other side of the Jordan. In other words, in the spirit, yeah. I'm circumcised by Jesus Christ. Then they crossed over and walked in victory. Man, I'm telling you, it's That's a futile powerful. project to embark on, you know, uh, trying to circumcise yourself. Look, it's anal. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not fun. It's, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's not going to produce uh, 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 anything yeah. uh, for you. And so, I mean, this salvation has to come through the word of God. Uh, that Jesus, you know, uh, is. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we accept him, Jesus, as our personal Lord and Savior, he has to be the one uh, that brings us this kind of uh, mm -hmm. uh, 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 salvation that we're talking about mm -hmm. here. Second Corinthians yeah. 5.17, if any man be in Christ. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say, if any yep. man does well. If any Amen. man keeps the law, he didn't say that. He Amen. says, if any man is in, in Christ, is a new creature. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a work that's happening inside out. Spirit first, soul, mm -hmm. and it's working its way out into the body. Now, you're going to have to work on those two bottles. bottles in five minutes. Because <laughs> you, you only have five, yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Oh, wow. So now, <laughs> John says something very interesting in 3 John 2. Uh-huh. Let's first look at Hebrews 13. It talks about yeah. us as leaders who watch over the souls of mankind. Yeah, I think it's 13, so, 17. Yeah. So John says this in 3 John 2. He says, brothers, above all else, above mm. all things, Whatever. I desire mm. that, you prosper. that you prosper and be in good health in your soul. 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 To the degree. So soul prosperity is vital. Amen. So what happens when I'm born again, my soul, if you can see the picture of these bottles, mm -hmm. is still, in a sense, detached mm. from who I am at that point in time in the spirit when I'm born again. Yep. Mm. And Womack says, if I was fat before I was born again, I'm still fat. <laughs> yep. If I yeah. wasn't too smart before I'm born again, yeah. I'm still not too smart. Yep. Yep. So my soul and my body still are not yet in the fullness of who I am in my spirit. Yep. Amen. So how do I bring transformation to my soul? By I mean, looking at myself and finding my identity of who I am in my spirit. Yeah. And James says the word of God is a mirror mm. yep. that shows me who I am in my spirit. Mm -hmm. And so there's a sense in which my soul is being saved Come on. and isn't saved at the point that I'm born again. This yep. is an imperative. Many of us as Christians are born again but stuck. We don't understand there's a progressive outworking of our salvation into our soul. And when our soul prospers, mm -hmm. we prosper. Yeah. So yeah. full prosperity is in my spirit. But until it's outworked through my soul, yeah. I can be beaten up, yeah. embittered in strife and battling because of my soul. That's right. So what happens is when I go to the Word of God and I put faith in the Word of God, my soul begins to take entry so good. in and through my spirit progressively so to become one with the Godhead so or one with Christ. Yeah. And so when I put faith in the Word and I respond, James says, be you do so the Word and not hearers only. It's talking about through my soul realm. Yeah. When I do that word that lines with who I am in my spirit, mm. so my soul and then my body begins to catch up. We know that the heart of man is the measure of overlap of the penetration of the spirit into the soul. Yep. So that overlap is the heart of man. Yep. When we promote leaders, we're looking at their hearts. Mm. Bible says David lived with an integrous heart and skillful hands. Yep. You're looking for hearts before skillful hands. Yep. But just the point is that the soul is being saved, and to the measure it's saved, mm. it 
overflows, there's an overlap that takes place here, where my physical starts to change, my health starts to change, anxiety starts to fall away. Circumstances start to change. So that can happen progressively as I walk. However, when I pass on one day, the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. When I behold Him face to face in my soul realm, then my soul and my spirit all become one with God. And then it says, when he returns, the dead in Christ will rise first. Then my physical becomes one with my soul, becomes one with my spirit. And the completion of who I am in Christ becomes a finished work. But I can determine the measure of that progression myself by my exposure to the word to which I apply faith so that I can be more and more in my spirit in Christ whilst I walk a victorious life on this earth. That's awesome. And so so what we see from that is that our salvation is both is all past, present and future. Uh, When we talk about the fullness and the completeness of that salvation is past, uh, present and future. And, you know, really, I like this because I can I can get a little deep. You know, because, you know, Uncle A will understand. <laughs> but when I'm preaching, I like to I like to keep it, you know, a, a little light, you know, yeah. so that I don't draw people. But here's the deal is that your past, present and future in the sense that your spirit, uh, uh, when you got born again, was completely uh, 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 brand new. It was made mm. brand new, sealed with the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Spirit of promise. Uh, but your soul is being saved, is in the process of salvation. And this is why when people say, let's go to the streets and win souls, what they mean is let's go into the streets and get people born again. We are winning spirits. Amen. Yeah, what we're true. not we win yeah. souls every single yeah. Bible study, yeah, every single Bible yeah. school, yeah. discipleship. Yeah. We're winning souls. Yeah. You know, jo- James one twenty one, laying aside all uh, filthiness and all mm-hmm. superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness, with a uh, teachable spirit, the engrafted word, which is able potential. That's what that word able mm-hmm. means, which mm-hmm. is able mm-hmm. to save your soul. Amen. So the word is the potential or the ability to save your soul, which yeah. means your soul is not saved. And James is writing to a church, he pastors a bunch of Christians. He said, Man, your soul <laughs> needs to be saved. What is soul salvation? It is is mind renewal. It is bringing your mind uh, in alignment with who your spirit man is. And as you do that daily, man, you are bringing it closer and closer. And there's an overlap, as you rightfully put it, of the spirit into the soulish realm. And now your mind thinks in line with, so in line with God's word that there's peace. You just can't help it. But there's peace, there's calmness. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone joy. we went out with mm-hmm. Loiso for lunch today, mm-hmm. and you, you, I mean, you thought uh, my my uh, calmness was being arrogant. You was like, man, Pastor T, you say, man, I never could understand why you're so calm <laughs> and you're never under pressure. It, it's that uh, overlap of the spirit going into the soul mm-hmm. that it just brings, it just makes mm-hmm. you calm. It makes you at peace uh, okay. uh, because now your identity in your soulish realm is not determined by magazines and you know newspapers mm-hmm. and people's mm-hmm. opinions. It's determined directly by who you are in your spirit. That overlap is mm-hmm. why we send people to Bible schools. Amen. That overlap is why we say go to life group. It's that overlap is why we say, mm-hmm. you know, Go to church, mm. listen to a teaching, get your yeah. mind renewed. Your it's not because mm. we just want to add one more thing mm. to the to the program. Mm. It's because we really want that overlap to take place and that souls, you know, the way people think may line up with mm. what's already a reality in their spirit. Man, we have to wrap mm. this Amen. thing up. And of course, the future redemption. The future redemption, your body, I mean, your body can I mean, experience can... A, a, a glimpse of what it's going to look like. Mean, right now, you won't be able to walk through walls. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> or, or transport ourselves to Paris no, we in a week. Have, you know? We won't be able to do that right now. But here's the deal is that in the <laughs> future, when we mm. immortality mm. put on... When we're uh, raptured, when the church is raptured. Yeah, yeah and our mortality puts on immortality. And I mean, we were talking yeah, about we that were, last Sunday. Uh-huh. Current if series. you want to check it out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah. just mm. your glorious bodies. Mm. And what excites me about glorious bodies, uh, Uncle Ab, is that uh, uh, we're still going to need food, but not for sustenance. 
Thank the I Lord mean, when for Jesus, that. when Jesus was raised from the dead, he asked the disciples for fish, uh, uh, and he had some food. And I mean, that blessed my heart. When I found out that there's gonna be food in heaven, Amen. that blessed my and heart. We won't pick up weight. <laughs> and, and we won't pick, we won't pick up weight. That's a, such a good point. That's such no a good calories. point because someone asked me, will that mean that keto and benting <laughs> oh, no, are the window no when, when we receive our resurrected oh, body? Man. And I said, no diet. So you know, your keto and your benting will be gone. Six pack and boom. It's going to be fun. That's glorious body. <laughs> but of course, to the degree that we can renew our mind and we align our soul to what a, our, you know, a, what's really a measure in mm, Absolutely. In our can, bodies, you can experience yeah. divine health. Absolutely. You can begin to experience all these mm. things. Strength in your old Strength age. Strength in life. your old yes, age. Amazing. It says of Moses. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, he was old, but uh, his, his eyesight, uh, eyesight mm. did not diminish, mm. uh, nor Amen. his uh, 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 strength. Amen. He didn't. Uh, uh, he didn't lose any of his vigor. Uh, he was able to uh, carry on the the, the assignment that Amen. God had given him, and so man, that's awesome. I love it. Such and a so, Uncle A, yeah, yeah. you have about two minutes, minutes to wow, share flies. a last thought wow. and uh, just pray for the people <laughs> and encourage right. somebody. Yeah, as a last thought, uh, scripture says, as a man thinks in his heart, mm. so is he. Come on. Mm. Amen. So it doesn't say as a man thinks in his spirit. Mm. Because you focus mm. on your spirit, mm. which metamorphosizes your soul, mm. which changes the thinking of your heart. We spoke about the heart as the overlap of the spirit, mm. or the measure of penetration from the spirit into the soul yeah. is the heart. Yeah. So when my thinking is realigned, mm. That that I was before begins to change. Come on. Because as I think in my heart, so am I. So the spirit is, is the focus, but its intention is to transform my mind to change my thinking. Because when my thinking lines up to who I am in Christ, so my person and my circumstances start to change as well. Come on. Amen. So Praise good. Praise God. So good. Great. Shall I pray for us? Yes. Come on. Let's do it. Father, we thank you for the engrafted word of God, which we receive with meekness, which is able to, empowered to, quickened to, to change our mortal bodies. We thank you that your word is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. That when we receive, when we allow the entrance of the word to penetrate our hearts, there's a conception that takes place that from the inside out transforms our lives. Perhaps there may be those we may say, oh, saved but stuck. In other words, don't realize there is more as we metamorphosize our souls that changes the thinking of our hearts, that changes how we walk our everyday life. Come on. Your word is powerful. Hallelujah. Your Holy Spirit is hovering, hmm. is overshadowing, hmm. is waiting for the entrance of the word. The minute we receive that word by faith, there's a conception that takes place. Mm. Then there's a blade, there's an ear, then there's a full corn in the ear. Mm. There's, an, there's an abundance that 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 was fruitful is now multiplied into every area of our life. Mm. We thank you for the engrafted word of God, which is able to sozo, to change us from one level of glory to the next. That the light of the righteous may, may, may shine brighter and brighter because of your word. Yes, Lord. And by the conception of your word, by the Holy Spirit. Hmm. So we pray for every listener that together, Lord God, we would put faith and trust in the incorruptible seed of the word of God. Because from it, the Holy Spirit has matter to bring about a transformed life. We thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Such a good word. Praise wow. God. Thank you so That's much, so Uncle awesome. Abe, for you, uh, coming out thank you. Uh, to the land uh, of milk and honey. <laughs> we're still going there. Uh, oh, we're in Cape Town. Did you say oh, we're in Johannesburg? I mean, the first thing Uncle Abe said when, he, when I picked him up from there, he said, man, the weather is beautiful. I said, man, what, I told him, I said, we get this huh? every single day. Oh, wow, you couldn't eh? believe it. Today's yeah. a little bit colder. What did you leave in Cape Town? I, I, I brought it with me this morning, but through the day it's diffused and you guys have taken over. <laughs> well, thanks for coming out, man. Such a powerful word. Uh, encouragement yeah, from uh, uh, Uncle Abe. And, uh, man, we just love uh, Uncle Abe and uh, Vanessa. Uh, uh, she sometimes joins us. I don't know if she joins alone or you will be there. Well, be in the background because we only give a shout out yeah. to her because she'll be commenting <laughs> uh, on we, her we, profile most of the time our heads are 
together and we're, we're watching Faith Hill Church. We only this give is a, shout a good out. church. Man, we watch you guys frequently. Oh, thank you, man. I need to tell Pastor Henry, uh, Bertha, Bertha, Paulina, and Paulina Henry, and Henry, Henry to Square. give a shout out to both Vanessa and Uncle, Uncle Abe. Because they just give a shout out to what, Vanessa, whoever the, the is commenting. Yeah, know? exactly. And, uh, now they know it's going to be uh, both of you and the girls watching as well. The girls so, watch yeah. very often as well. God, so praise awesome. God. Oh, and so thanks, yeah. thanks for coming out. We're gonna give a few shout a few outs. Shout outs. Uh, YouTube man, YouTube was pumping. Yeah. Uh, let's see here who was uh, in well, the building. Nick, on Facebook, Nicole. it's not too late to tell us if you were online. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nikki. I see Nikki was. She was watching. She says, "Amen, Hallelujah." Uh, Nikki, Nikki. She said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki, Hey, Uncle uh, I see uh, Paulina here. She said, uh, "The spoken word creates." Come on, come on. I see San said, Uncle Abe. <laughs> uh, Noctula Lulu says, The Holy Spirit brings conception to the word. Amen. That is awesome. I see Brenda. She says, We have authority in Christ. Busingovo, she said, Thank you, Jesus. Fayez, he's getting baptized on uh, a Saturday. So and cool. uh, he says, Powerful so, word. So cool. uh, let's see who else is here. Rob uh, Ross. Uh, he says, This is awesome i want to make sure i give a shout out to everybody Everyone, yeah. uh henry here pastor henry says laugh out loud i will do he's gonna give you a shout yeah, out yeah he's, he's, he's gonna, gonna, gonna include sure, you too he's gonna make sure he gives you a shout out <laughs> colofello rampiza she says wow so that's awesome. absolutely so good awesome. man that was awesome so Tonight, awesome amen. Facebook, amen. Anyone out there? well we've got miriam and i'm assuming shepherd you're watching with her too right yeah, we need joining to all it. all the way from oh. matare zimbabwe we need to now give um, joint shout out so we absolutely need to greet the spouses as well yeah note to self um we've got uh nyasha she says soul salvation is mind renewal Praise oh God. and we've got the karis crew watching right so uh-huh. we've got annaline and, and isaac yes we know you're watching too <laughs> um and lungi as well oh, so thank you so much for joining us linda chakacha says amen sarah chetty says wow amen and i love this busi says thank you so much for such an amazing word malume abe Oh man. So it's no longer Uncle Abe. It's, it's now Malume Abe. Abe. I like Is that, that right now. Uncle, uh, it's, it's Uncle, yes, yes it's Uncle. Um, Jabu says, thanks, Uncle Abe. Powerful word. Then we've got Tumeka watching from KZN. <laughs> and then Chido says, can't wait to have you again, Malume Abe. Man, this Malume thing might stick. I like that. I like it. I don't know how I feel about it. (laughs) Well, Uncle Abe, that was Uncle Abe. Just a few announcements. Uh, Quick reminders. uh, Baptism, you still have time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Between now and uh, Saturday, you can send an email to admin at faithyourchurch.co.za and be sure to join us. We've already looked at the weather report. It's going to be hot. 26, 26 Celsius. It's going to be hot. Blue sky. It's going to be beautiful. So, it's going to be a baptism yeah. day on Saturday. Absolutely. So please be sure to come through uh, and uh, uh, get baptized if you would like to get Amen. baptized. But first, register, send an email to admin at faithchurch.co.za. Amen. And, and of registrations. Course, yeah, well, let's start off with life groups, right? So, you know, we always, yeah. you know, we, we believe in life groups. And that's that's our vehicle for doing life in Faithful Church. Come so on. if you're not and part of a life group and getting some soul salvation, some soul okay? food. Some soul, soul food. Soul food as well as in <laughs> yeah, real soul lovely. food because most that. of them are having bribes this, this, this weekend. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Oh, are they having bribes? Yeah, Who's having are. a bribe? How come we're not uh, having a bribe? There is. Uh, we already had our Oh, bride. yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Cliff is saying it's, you know, his Craig life. Craig and uh, <laughs> uh, the other one, Sunny Hill, they're having a bride. Soul food. So it's weekend. So it's oh, soul food and soul mm. food. So soul food and soul food. You want to make sure you're part of a life group, okay, to get your soul food too. Um, if you're not part of a life group, all you have to do is drop us an email at admin at faithfulchurch.co.za and we'll be sure to plug you into one too. And it's, it's you know, life group meets every Thursday. Amen. It's only an hour. Online. Seven to eight online. Yeah. So it's really not too much out of your time yeah so, no driving you know, no driving at all now it's all yeah. online just a click just a click and you can have your children join you as well yeah. i know cliff has has his daughter and kendra who's 10 she actually like reads the verses um in the devotion so absolutely if you've got kids if you've got family get them to join you it's such an amazing time to really just get into the word as a family so that's life groups if you want to join a life group near you drop us an email at admin at faithhillchurch.co.za and then power academy you know yeah. i always forget to make that announcement 
uh, Power Academy, uh, that's our good friends, Ashley and Carly Terades. We're going to have Power Academy South Africa. Hmm? I think it's on the 21st. Yeah, you got us. Uh, but just head over to the just head over to the Faith Hill Church page and you'll okay. be able to see that. It's, it's actually on Saturday, the May 22nd. the 22nd. I wasn't too okay? far. He was, he was just was one, one day, day off. Early. He was on the Friday. We yeah. Actually, Power Academy actually happens on the Saturday, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so that's May the 22nd, which is a Saturday, two hours, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Again, it's a virtual event, so you can watch on your couch. Man, it's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, Carly and Ashley are yeah. good friends, and we just love to have fun with them in the Word. And so this is going to be an event you don't want to miss, so please diarize that. That one? Uh, 22nd of mm -hmm. May, uh, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, uh, both our pages, uh, Faith Through Church, or you can join on Terrades Ministries page. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm one of the teachers at Power mm -hmm. Academy, yep. and so this, this time around mm -hmm. we're going to be uh, looking at some courses together and Amen. just kind of teaching uh, mm -hmm. uh, the classes together Amen. and uh, focusing more so on uh, uh, the students who are here in South Africa. Amen. So and That's going to yes, be really cool. So you want to make sure your that. friends know. You want to make sure your whole family knows. Again, it's a virtual event. So they can watch wherever they're watching in the world, wherever they're watching in South Africa. So share, share, share. It is Saturday, the 22nd of May. Amen. From 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Praise God. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us and God bless you. And uh, Grace, what do we say about Grace? We say when Grace is amplified, your life is multiplied. Is multiplied. When Grace is multiplied, <laughs> when Grace is amplified, your, your life is multiplied. Your life is multiplied. Ah, <laughs> we're still learning this. God bless you. Bye-bye. We love you. We love you. Bye -bye. See you next week.